Today is Wednesday, April 27th, 2022, and you better grab your scuba suits because the tears continue to flow at Twitter headquarters, including the executive who banned Donald Trump and banned the Hunter Biden laptop story. She is sobbing. And we cover it all here in all of its salty deliciousness. Elon Musk is also taking over Twitter and changing things immediately, saying that the site should not have censored the Hunter Biden laptop story, calling it true. Isn't that refreshing? Financial records reveal that Joe Biden has $52 million in unexplained income. I wonder where that could come from. And only 37% of voters say they want Biden to run again. 67% say they want Joe impeached. If he was criminally liable in his family's criminal enterprise, yes, 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 the Great Awakening is here. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. With a list of private phone numbers, addresses, yet Kathy Griffin, she's fine. The guy who threatened the lives of these kids in Covington and said, lock them in the school and burn it down, you did nothing. I mean, he got suspended to take his tweets down. Was he banned for threatening the lives of kids? Absolutely not. So again, we have, and I'm, I'm happy to talk about all these details, we have our policies that are meant to protect people, and they're meant to enable free expression as long as you're not trying to silence somebody else. Now, we take a variety of different enforcement mechanisms around that. Sometimes you get warned. Sometimes your tweet is forced to be deleted. It's a very rare occasion where we will outright suspend someone without any sort of warning or any sort of um, ability to understand what happened. What did you guys do with it? But Tim, those accounts were actioned. They may not have been actioned the way you wanted to, to, but the the tweets were forced to be deleted, and the account took a penalty for that. I I understand that. What kind of a penalty? Well, again, as I said earlier, Joe, we don't uh, usually... Uh, automatically suspend accounts with one violation because we want people to learn. We mm-hmm. want people to understand what they did wrong and give them an opportunity not to do it again. Right. And it's it's a big thing to kick someone off the platform. And I take that very, very seriously. Good morning and welcome to The Benny Show, you 4.4 million awakening souls. We are the great awakening. This is the moment. Do you feel the energy shift? Can you smell the napalm in the morning? Can you feel and sense the fear inside of the regime, the machine? The rage against the machine emanates from this audience here on this show. And we just got to say thank you so much. We've been having such a fun time growing this audience, growing this community, and we are deeply appreciative for you tuning in. The reason why is because the corporate edifices and the rotted, diseased temples of what came before us are now collapsing down. They're coming down and they need to be replaced. And it's about time for people to stick their neck out there and replace them. Communities like you and me to build up something better, something that is accountable to the people, connected to average everyday human beings, their struggles, their sufferings, and their values. That's right. The worldview of you and me are not represented at all in the corporate press. They're not represented on social media. They're not represented in society. For some reason, somewhere along the line, we decided to sacrifice the ability to speak and sacrifice the ability to think and allow ourselves to be censored and praise the Lord in heaven. Elon Musk has decided to turn that river around. He bought Twitter this week and he is beginning to turn back the worst type of groupthink and hive mind. And that is a huge issue. There are so many stories about Mao's revolution in China, about the various communist revolutions around the world, the obvious red revolution in Russia, 
and the ability to break people's minds in order to humiliate and degrade them into thinking one singular way, one singular capacity to believe a singular lie from an authority system that is not going to allow free speech, not going to allow free dissemination of thought, not going to allow you to believe what you wish, but to merely believe what has been told to you. In fact, if something that threatens the regime comes into the public square, it must be crushed. It must be destroyed. And there are so many impressive and interesting quotations from Alexander Solzhenitsyn about the communist revolution in Russia, the capacity to hold two different versions of truth in your mind at the same time. Even though they contradict each other, the person who has been humiliated and degraded and broken can believe two contradictory things at once. George Orwell talks about it in 1984 as well. And what you are seeing is the full manifestation of that in Twitter's top legal professional and executive, Vijaya Gadi. Now, Vijaya was on a podcast with Joe Rogan and Tim Pool. We played you that clip to start the show. What she is being asked about in that clip is why is Twitter's left-wing bias censoring conservatives for said rules, but refuses to censor liberals? And she says, well, I'd need examples of that. And so he gives her examples of that. And she says, well, that's something that we're going to have to look into. And then she's told, well, your confirmation bias of leftism is not going to allow you to look into that. So what's your solution? And everyone just stands there. It's so important to recognize that you must have a brain breaking to be on the modern left. You have to live in a duopoly. You must live with competing thought patterns in your brain, and you must be able to house those things in your head at the same time because there is no relative, the truth is relative and there is no actual truth. And that's what being a modern day leftist is, right? Being a modern day leftist is believe all women unless those women disagree with you or err against your political power. Being a modern day leftist is all about living inside of a duality. And Twitter is a perfect example of that. Twitter claims to promote free speech and be in favor of the First Amendment and be wanting everyone to say anything that they want and to protect reporters. We even pulled last night because we were interested. Twitter's terms on leaked and hacked materials policies. We were having a little conversation with James O'Keefe and we decided to go and investigate what is Twitter's policy on hacked materials. It turns out that Twitter allows publishers to decide what's worthy of news and what's worthy of presenting hacked materials to the public. The policy sits there right on their website right now. You can look it up. Twitter says, if you have hacked or leaked materials, these are important for holding powerful people accountable. So therefore, we will allow the publisher to decide what editorially meets the standard to be published and Twitter will not get involved. <laughs> wait, wait just a second here. It's really remarkable as we were looking this up to realize that Twitter just straight up violated their own rules as it pertains to the Hunter Biden laptop story and their banning of it on their platforms. Twitter straight up 
decided that this story was too inconvenient to their own preferred political party. And by the way, Twitter employees donated 98.7% to Democrats, 98.7% to Democrats. That's pure communist conformity. If you have any percentage of people that are thinking 98% the exact same way, you have a huge diversity issue on your staff. In fact, you have a massive issue if your job is to present free speech in all sides. You indeed are absolutely sabotaging yourself. These are the times that try men's souls, biblical times, every headline you read, everywhere you look, uncertainty and scary world events that are destabilizing, frankly. I mean, have you checked in on your food prices or gas prices lately? How about inflation? Even President Biden says that in regards to food shortages, it's going to be real. And you're starting to see that happen now. Friends, inflation continues to skyrocket and it will hit your bank account. It already has. 8% of your dollar has been evaporated and probably much, much more. Don't wait until your dollar is worth less to start thinking about protecting yourself. Buy something of actual worth. Gold and silver from Birch Gold. They've withheld the test of time all the way back into the ancient days. Right now, Birch Gold can help you convert your IRA and 401k into a tax-sheltered account in gold and silver. Get started right now. Text Benny to 989898. With thousands of satisfied customers and an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, Birch Gold can help protect you. Text Benny to 989898 to begin protecting yourself with gold. Twitter, in its hive mind think, can hold both thoughts in their head at the same time. It makes these people broken. I've lived among these people, by the way. I've lived in Washington, D.C. And I've seen some of the extreme regressive thought patterns of the modern-day left. The same people who will sit there and tell you that Black Lives Matter won't turn their nose even in the direction of some of the rot and destruction that leftist policies have brought and scourged upon the black communities right there in Washington, D.C. I lived in and among these communities. My wife and I, not rich people, don't come from wealthy families. We could afford a house, and it was, let's just say, not in Georgetown, and it wasn't in the suburbs. It was in what you could call a historic Washington, D.C. part of the city, and it was absolutely majority-minority. And we sat and saw day in and day out the destruction of leftist ideals and leftist policies and leftist programs, 50 years of the great society wrecking the same community that leftists say that they prize so very, very much. Fatherlessness, drug abuse, and murder happening literally on our doorstep and our house was burned down because of it. So don't tell me that you care about black lives when you won't lift a finger to do anything about it. Don't tell me Twitter that you cared about free speech or protecting your communities when you openly violated your own rules about hacked materials. And in fact, Elon Musk weighed in on this, and we'll get to that in just a moment. First off, Twitter executive Vijaya Gad. She is the head of the tech giant's trust and safety legal public policy functions, and she had a meeting on Monday where she literally cried because of Elon Musk's takeover of the company. 
This is a leaked report uh, that was confirmed to Politico, and Twitter actually made a statement on it. According to Politico, Gad got teary-eyed on Monday when discussing Elon Musk's takeover of Twitter. Gad is said to have played a crucial role in the negotiations between Musk and Twitter's board in finalizing the deal. She is also said to have played a crucial role in the banning of President Trump from the platform. So the person who banned President Trump in arguably one of the greatest assaults on free speech in American history. Please tune in to our Benny on the Block this week, by the way. We went to a college campus and asked people about Trump's ban on Twitter. And by the people, we asked young kids if they want less speech or more speech. Telling you what, these kids weren't Trump fans. And every single one of them was like, there's no reason why Trump should be banned on Twitter. Like, it's so what? He hurts my feelings. Unbelievable. The hive mind thinking of progressives. And it's so damaging to them because when the real world hits and Elon Musk is the real world, it's going to destroy that little crystalline bubble that you've built over yourself. And you don't want that. You want to live in the real world with natural law and real realities. But Twitter right now is seeing the effects of years of censorship and crushing of free thought and free dissemination of information and Elon Musk unleashing the people who have been wronged by Twitter and it is beautiful. Twitter executives are weeping. They're crying. That's right. Vijaya Gad weeped during a Monday meeting, according to Politico, about Twitter's finalized deal with Elon Musk. In her briefing with staffers, Gad had similar messages to what CEO Parag Agarwal told employees when it came to the uncertainty of the company's future. Gad cried during the meeting as she expressed concerns about how the company could charge or, according to people familiar with the meeting, could change. Sorry for that. Could change, according to people familiar with the meeting. She acknowledged that there was significant uncertainty about the company and how it will look under Musk's leadership. Well, that's for damn sure. If you have a popsicle stand that has lost money for the last 20 years and somebody who owns lots of successful popsicle stands takes it over and said, you're going to start now making popsicles my way. And the employees go, I don't like you. I hate you. (laughs) Well, guess what the owner of the Popsicle stand's going to do? The owner of the successful Popsicle stand franchise is probably going to take the whiny employees who have destroyed the business of the Popsicle stand just acquired and is most likely going to send them packing. Have a good time. Here's your severance. We expect that to happen. We believe that Elon Musk must first and absolutely and unequivocally create real diversity inside of Twitter, rid that cesspool. It will never change unless you rid the cesspool of the actual problems, which are the people who have broke brain, the people who have hive mind thinking, the progressives who demand conformity on all measure and will not allow dissent or disagreement. That is the antithesis of free speech and Elon Musk called it an antibody reaction to free speech yesterday. It's just beautiful, really, truly. So Twitter executives are weeping and Elon Musk is giving them good reason to weep. Gad's case comes from the platform's rules. That's right. She is a key member of Twitter working at the company since 2011 at the Trust and Safety Public Policy and Legal Departments. When it comes to nitty gritty of what's considered hate speech and harassment, Gad oversaw definitions that came 
about amid Twitter's healthy conversation agenda. That's right. Healthy conversation agenda. It sounds like something directly out of Leninist Russia. It sounds like something that Mao Zedong would unveil inside of communist China. The great leap forward is what Mao called a purge that killed 60 million Chinese peasants. The great leap forward. What a beautiful sounding name. The healthy conversation agenda. That's right. They, these communists, they always come up with these terms for what they're actually doing, which is chucking into the wood chipper all dissent and crushing their own people. Doesn't matter. They're targeting Americans. It's evil. People should continue their lawsuits against Twitter when you have had your First Amendment right violated. What's the first thing you do in the morning? I know it's a personal question, but I think it's relevant. The first thing I do is roll over and look at my phone. You probably are like millions and millions of Americans and you check in on your favorite websites, apps, your favorite creators. And what if you woke up every morning and they weren't there? They were deleted and erased on the internet. This is the reality for millions across this country every single morning because, well, Big tech hates us. That's just the reality. They hate your host right here. I mean, listen, guys, they don't want our worldview to be platformed. And so they come after us. And that's why it's important to build a new internet, a second internet. And there's only one company out there that's doing it, RightForge. RightForge is the internet company devoted to American values and free speech. They're on the front lines against leftist cancel culture. And they're even helping bring President Trump back online by hosting Truth Social. So move your site, your domain, anything that you value online to rightforge.com, the real American internet. Go to rightforge.com now to get started. Support a company that supports free speech and more importantly, supports you, your right to speak as an American. Rightforge.com. Go now. Employees voiced their appreciation for Gad's work following Monday's announcement as she wept bitterly. Elon Musk weighed in on Gad's work over the past, and we thought this was absolutely stellar. Elon Musk saying, suspending the Twitter account of a major news organization for publishing a truthful story was obviously and incredibly inappropriate. Yes, he's talking about Hunter Biden's laptop story, which without question, uh, Vajai Gad had a hand in censoring. She had a major hand in kicking off Donald Trump and censoring the Hunter Biden laptop story, which polling shows may have swung the 2020 election, but we'll never know. And the reason why they went to Twitter's hive mind, groupthink, the left did in order to silence this story in order to punish people who were posting truth was because they knew that they could use Twitter as a narrative enforcer. This is the role of Twitter as it was. It was the KGB of the leftist front, the communist front to remake America. The KGB, the terror arm, the arm that told you when and where you will be going to the Gulag camp in the Arctic. When and where will you be getting a one-way ticket to the Siberia? Where will you be mining the uranium from the mountainsides for the rest of your life in shoes made of whole cloth? Yes, that's right. The KGB was the Stasi state of the communist arm inside of Russia, and Twitter functioned as a quasi-communist state enforcement arm. 
They punished people who went around or through the approved narratives and they crushed those who did not repeat the narratives of the regime. And the narratives of the regime was that Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation. You may recall that 51 former intelligence officials say that it has all the hallmark signs of Russian disinformation. Chef kiss. You click on that story and you go to paragraph two and it'll say they have no proof. They've never provided any proof that it was Russian disinformation, but it has all the hallmark signs of Russian disinformation. So all you have to do. And then what you need in order to get that kind of BS verified, certified, and packaged USDA approved is you have to have a narrative enforcement mechanism on social media. So best to go where all the reporters and CEOs and all the journalists and all the executive producers for media, where they all live and eat and breathe, which is Twitter. And all the Hill staff and everybody involved in politics, they live and eat and breathe on Twitter. And so you go there, you ban the story, you show that you can lock people out of their accounts or nuke their accounts entirely for posting it. People who posted the story had to grovel and issue apologies or delete the link. The New York Post was locked out of their account for I don't even know how long. And that's how you enforce a narrative. Well, Elon Musk is saying, hey, wait a second. This is a true story. It's now been verified. The Hunter Biden laptop is real. And so perhaps Twitter shouldn't have done that. Is there an apology in order? Of course, there is no apology in order. Elon was responding to my former colleague, uh, Sajer and Jetty, who was talking about Gad and her censorship advocates at Twitter, uh, who famously gaslit the world on Joe Rogan's podcast about censoring the Hunter Biden laptop story. Very upset. Very, very upset. She's crying in the meetings. She's sobbing in the meetings. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let the tears flow. We have our rubber dinghy, we have our oar, we have our scuba suit, and we are ready for the tears inside of the future homeless shelter known as Twitter HQ. Elon Musk, of course, is ready for the tears, and he's ready to bring a little accountability to this site, and we say, Godspeed, sir. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is so important to cover this Twitter story. We're so excited about it. And the reason why we're excited about it is because maybe now we can talk about the scandals of the Biden family without fear of reprisals from the KGB narrative enforcers of the left who thought that they owned and operated truth inside their little broke brains, right? Inside their duopoly that they live inside. Imagine how sad these people's lives are. Imagine how broken you must be to say Hunter Biden's laptop is Russian disinformation. Where's the proof? We don't know. And then they go on to talk about disinformation disseminating on Twitter. Twitter is the number one purveyor of disinformation. This, it just, there's a bee in my bonnet this morning. I got to tell you, because Twitter, by censoring the Hunter Biden laptop story, which we now know the Hunter Biden laptop story is true, they themselves were engaging in perhaps the most pernicious disinformation campaign and misinformation campaign in American history. Can you name a moment when the powers that be got it more wrong than then? No, you can't. It's evil what they did. They certainly and unequivocally affected the outcome of the election by doing so. And it has so many universal repercussions forever. I mean, will people ever believe the federal law enforcement or intelligence arms in this country ever again. I don't think so. I mean, I think it's a generational destruction of any type 
of shred of credibility that social media, that corporate media, that federal law enforcement or federal intel agencies had. They all debased themselves there. And you can see that in the polling. You can see that in the polling. People just don't trust them any longer. You lie enough and eventually the truth will come out. Every lie is a debt to the truth. And that bill comes due at the end of the night. And it's going to be a bad morning. So the disinformation mechanisms are being wept over inside of Twitter and they won't be able to censor the next bombshell stories out about the Biden crime family. They tried to censor the big one and now Joe Biden's in office and now they cannot stop the deluge, the little little, uh, little Dutch boy with his finger in the dam. Ladies and gentlemen, that water is coming. It's going to be in the form of salty, salty tears from Twitter executives and presumably from Joe Biden's family, exclusive Joe's missing millions. Financial records reveal that Biden had 5.2 million in unexplained income as emails show he paid Hunter Biden's legal bills and Megabucks Chinese deal legal bills and was tapped as the big guy to get a 10% cut in another. Woof. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the big one. Let's go ahead and check in on how it was covered on Fox News and we'll read the full story for you. He never knew anything about his son Hunter's businesses. My son about his overseas business. I have never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their businesses, period. You stand by your statement that you did not discuss any of your son's overseas business. Yes, I stand by that statement. Well, he's a liar. New revelations show Joe agreed to pay off his son's legal bills for his China deals. Can you believe that? According to emails obtained by the Daily Mail, Hunter's personal assistant wrote to Joe Biden's aides in January of 2019 saying this, I spoke with Hunter today regarding his bills. It is my understanding that Hunt's dad will cover these bills in the short term as Hunter transitions in his career. Attached to that email was a spreadsheet with bills totaling more than $700,000, including legal fees for Hunter's work with the company in bed with the Chinese. Ladies and gentlemen, how many more smoking guns do you need? That's what they say in the legal, right? terminology is a smoking gun. Well, at this point, you're walking through the White House and there's smoking guns on the floor and you're stepping on them with your bare feet. You're like, ouch, ouch, ouch. Holy hell, these are hot. The Biden family is so corrupt. It seems like, whataboutism. But I gotta tell you, like, if Donald Trump Jr. or Eric Trump or Laura Trump or a, I don't know, what kind of animal does Donald, does Donald Trump, has he ever owned an animal? Guys, if Donald Trump's newt that he owned inside of a terrarium was embezzling money from the Chinese, if he even had a Chinese wand sitting there in the terrarium, it would be a front page news story. Everyone would be impeached. Everyone would be in jail. I mean, this is the criminality of this family, the open and obese criminality of this family. The largesse is just disgusting. And here they are sitting in the White House. We'll see what Republicans do when they take Congress. We are hoping for it, but let's go ahead and read the details of the story. Some of the wave of cash 
came from book deals and speaking engagements. We're talking about the millions in unaccounted for Biden finances. It's amazing how these people get filthy rich after leaving public thurveth. Public, I'm Joe Biden. I'm public thurveth for many, many, many years. And then they get just filthy, filthy rich after leaving office. Isn't that something? Hmm. Maybe we should have an investigation into that. The president's financial filings reveal that he declared $7 million more in income on his tax returns that he did not have in government transparency reports and analysis by the Daily Mail confirms. Some of the difference can be accounted for in the salaries by First Lady Jill Biden and other sums not required on the reports. But that leaves $5 million plus earned by Joe's company and not listed in any transparency report. Where did the $5 million come from? The missing millions, we'll call them. They're combined with emails on Hunter Biden's laptop suggesting that Joe would have a 10% share in Hunter's blockbuster deal with the Chinese communists. It raises a troubling question. Did Joe Biden receive money from this foreign venture? Well, that would stand to reason, right? In January 2019, Hunter's assistant, Katie Dodge, wrote an email to bookkeeper Linda Shapiro and Biden aide Richard Ruffner saying Joe Biden had agreed to pay his hundreds of thousands of dollars of bills. I spoke with Hunter today regarding his bills. It's my understanding that Hunter's dad will cover these bills as sh- in the short term as Hunter transitions his career. How many times has Hunter Biden transitioned his career? What what is he, is he a ventriloquist now, right? He's been an artist. He's been a pop singer. Was he on the masked? Was he on the masked singer? Like what what is Hunter Biden doing now? What a messed up dude Hunter Biden is. We almost feel sorry for him but not really. The assistant attached a spreadsheet with bills totaling $700,000 plus. One of the last items was $28,000 in legal fees for the restructuring of Hunter's joint venture with the government-controlled Bank of China. The separate October 2018 invoice from the law firm shows Hunter spent a total of $68,000 on recurring on the recurring beginning in September of 2016. The same year Joe Biden took these bills from Hunter, he promised that no one in my family will have an office in the White House, will sit on meetings if they are a cabinet member, or will in fact have any business relationship with anyone that retaliates, uh, relates to a foreign corporation or a foreign country. So Joe Biden, of course, lying. Joe Biden claiming that he has never done any business with Hunter, that he knows nothing about Hunter's business dealings, or that nobody in his cabinet will serve. Well, here he's doing it for his own son. Yet, not only did Hunter hold on to his 10% share through 2021, confirmed by the White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki, the emails indicate Joe knew about it and agreed to pay Hunter's legal bills. The bills include $400,000 in unpaid taxes. So Joe Biden is paying the taxes for his tax cheat son. Not going great for Hunter Biden and the Biden family. Ladies and gentlemen, $5.2 million in unexplained family income. Where could it come from? Well, we have some reporting on this front clip four. Let's go. Guy that claims he was the poorest member of Congress... It is worth asking how Joe had that much money just sitting in the bank ready to be blown on Hunter's business expenses. Well, the Daily Mail is also reporting that Joe Biden had over $5 million in unexplained income at the time. Huh. Millions that he just forgot to put in his 
transparency report. So where'd all of that money come from, Joe? Does it have anything to do with the 10% cut from Hunter's China deal? You know, the one Hunter was putting aside for the big guy? Hunter obviously knew his pop had that kind of money to blow, so of course he was going to ask him to foot the 700 G's bill. Okay, so I don't know how much money you make. Can you explain millions of dollars in your bank account? Have you ever lost track of $5 million? Has this ever been something where you're like, oh, honey, oh my God, I was paying taxes. There's an extra $5 million lying around. We found it in between the seats in the car. That's where it was. It was just there. Five bills, a million dollars each, just kind of there uh, between the French fries, the jelly beans, and that like crusty Chick-fil-A sauce. It was just sitting there under the seat. Sorry, honey. Just, you know, we're going to prison now because I didn't pay taxes on these five million bucks. Just happened to find it. You probably are not a Biden That's a problem in the Biden family, leaving bags of cash around everywhere from dirty communist Chinese deals selling out traitorously our country. That's not a problem for your family. You, you, you don't get the benefit of 50 years of public service, you see. That's that's only a problem for people with the last name Pelosi or Bush or Biden. Yeah. Merrick Garland insists that Joe Biden is not interfering into the investigation of his son, Hunter. He points out that the tax probe being run by a Trump appointee is going just swimmingly. Hmm. Well, that doesn't sound on the up and up. Joe Biden has, and we've been told by multiple lawyers on our Newsmax show and on this show, uh, that Joe Biden has already interfered by claiming that his son is innocent and that his brother is innocent. That's interfering. You can't claim that as a president. You have veto power. I'm sorry, you have pardon power. You can affect the investigation simply by saying that. So that's already interfering. Merrick Garland was on the Hill yesterday and was being roasted about this. Merrick Garland is the attorney general. He said that Joe Biden has not interfered into the federal tax fraud investigation into his son, Hunter. Republican Senator Bill Haggerty of Tennessee grilled Garland on the first son's foreign business ties during an appropriations hearing of the Justice Department's 2023 budget. Garland refused to say whether he or senior staff officials at DOJ had been briefed on the ongoing probe, instead explaining that it was being run unsupervised out of the U.S. Attorney's District Office in Delaware. That official, Garland pointed out, is a Trump, former Trump uh, appointee, is an appointee of former President Donald Trump. There will not be interference of any political or improper kind, Garland says in sworn testimony. Haggerty said, would it be appropriate for the president to call you into the Oval Office and tell you that his son didn't break the law regarding this matter? Absolutely not, Garland answered vehemently. The president has not done that. The president has committed not to interfere, not only in that investigation, but of any kind. The senator cut Garland off and then cited instances where the president's advisors had defended Hunter Biden publicly. That is using the public forum, the dais and seal of the presidency of the United States to defend criminality. It's actually exactly what Richard Nixon did, got him impeached. And this is far, far worse. This is like 10,000 Watergates. Garland also added that we put the investigations in the hands of a Trump appointee from the previous administration, the United States Attorney District of Delaware. He also insisted there would not interfere because you have 
Me, as the attorney general who is committed to independence of the Justice Department, well, we don't believe that because we watched you say that parents were terrorists for showing up to their school board meetings, probably to benefit your corrupt kid who's selling CRT to those schools. That's a live from a couple months ago, but, you know, we did cover that story. And something you should know about the Garland family. Uh, uh, New York Post recently reported that one of Biden's top business partners, Eric Schwerin, met with Biden at the White House in 2010. The Schwerin dude was in and out of the White House 19 total times. That seems extremely corrupt. Why is Hunter Biden's business partner going inside and out of the White House like he was a DoorDash delivery man into a Chick-fil-A? Why? There's like a revolving door for Hunter Biden's communist business partners, his scumbag friends, his Kazakhstani business connections, his Bursama connections. There's all this evidence everywhere. Again, the guns are smoking. They're laying on the floor. They're hot as Hades. The barrels are bright red and we're stepping on them at this point. Unbelievable. The corruption. When a reporter asked about this on Monday, Jen Psaki said she has no information on the matter. Yeah, that's right. Jen Psaki trying to save her MSNBC gig, The Circle Back Show. We will deeply enjoy watching The Circle Back Show from Jen Psaki on MSNBC. The entire studio will be a circle. The chairs will be a circle. The host's face will be a circle. The mics will be a circle. The tables will be a circle. And Jen Psaki will spend the entire show circling, circling back. Jen Saki, what do you believe on this? Oh, well, I was on that side of the circle when I said that, and now I'm over on this side of the circle. So I have a different opinion now. Is Hunter Biden going to prison? Is Hunter Biden a criminal? Is he a traitor? Well, now I have a different opinion because I'm on this side of the circle. It's the Circleback Show with Jen Circleback. Hmm. People aren't buying it. People are disgusted, and they are seeing directly through the charade that is the Biden crime family and the corporate press. And with the loss of Twitter, the narrative enforcer, the KGB, you will will take the blue pill. That is the narrative enforcement of Twitter, the disinformation machine, the misinformation printing machine that is the Twitter public health and safety. Unbelievable. The names of these things. The Great Leap Forward. It sounds so great. <laughs> yeah, public health and safety. Who doesn't want public health and safety? It's communism. I always name it these flowery things. People aren't buying it. And the only thing getting bought right now are the places that the left has collapsed, like Twitter. Elon Musk buying Twitter, and now you're free to see the information That is real and true and verified and people are turning on the Biden crime family. Only 37% of voters want Joe Biden to run in 2024. 67% say Joe's involvement in family business would warrant impeachment. What? Holy cannoli. I'm not Italian. But holy cannoli. Very few voters want the elderly President Joe Biden of Elderly President Joe Biden to run again. This is from Breitbart. You can always tell a Breitbart article. They'll throw in, uh, they'll throw in adjectives like that, right? Dementia riddled or uh, feeble. Elderly President Joe Biden to run again in 2024. Monday Harvard poll released. Whoa! We talk about this all the time. These are suppression polls. If you're getting a poll from Harvard, it's a suppression poll. They over-index libs. They over-index the broke brain people. They over-index the people who can't tolerate truth, and they try and suppress you with that information. Oh, look, here's a data point. Oh, wow, look, it's a piece of data. Oh, wow, oh, my God. 
It doesn't matter that they got 18 Democrats and only two Republicans to comment because a Republican picks up the phone and they hello, it's Harvard. It's Harvard. We'd like to ask you a question. Click, right? Guy in Indiana works at a steel mill. That dude does not answer the phone. That dude doesn't want to talk to Harvard. And so these are suppression polls. And even these polls are saying that 37% of voters do not want Biden to run in 2024. 37% of voters want Biden to run in 2024. Apologies there. While 63% say that Joe Biden, 80-year-old Biden, should be impeached. That's right. Should be impeached. This is insanity. Biden's overall approval rating is 33%. If the 2024 Democrat presidential primary was held today, only 37% would vote for Biden. Yikes. Donald Trump would earn 58% of the Republican vote in the GOP primary today. In a head-to-head potential matchup, Trump would defeat Biden. 45% of voters would vote for Trump. 43% would vote for Biden. Still scary numbers there for Trump. I mean, that's like two percentage points. Yikes. Okay, well, Trump was constantly polled after the... Trump has consistently polled better than Biden in a 2024 matchup, the survey says. Another factor in the 2024 matchup is Biden's corruption. 58% believe that Joe Biden has played a role in his family's business with Hunter and his brother James. 60% say Hunter Biden has sold influence and access to Joe Biden through his career atop the American government. A majority, 67%, are you reading these numbers, believe that Joe Biden's involvement in the family business would warrant impeachment. Reports indicate that Joe Biden has been heavily involved in his family's business. 67% in this Harvard suppression poll want Joe Biden impeached. Woof. Woof. This is exactly how you get to underwater approval ratings in 40 states. This from the Morning Consult. Again, not a right-wing outlet. The Morning Consult says that Joe Biden has slipped in his approval and declined precipitously in the last quarter of 2021 and the first quarter of 2022. Biden's net approval rating fell 38 points among independents in Michigan and along a 33% decline in the group in Georgia and Minnesota. Those are states that Biden must win if he is going to run again in 2024. Yikes, I don't think that's going to happen, but we'll see. Crazier things have happened, ladies and gentlemen. More than half the Democratic voters strongly approve of Biden's performance in just one state, Wyoming, compared to 47 other states in the first quarter. Perceptions of President Joe Biden's performance has worsened across most of the country in the first quarter of this year, deepening the challenges for his party in key states ahead of the year's midterm elections. Joe Biden is like a millstone around the neck of anyone running with a D behind their name. You do not want to be on the campaign trail with Joe Biden. When was the last time you saw this? When was the last time? Now, Democrats won the Congress back in 2018. They were able to wrestle back the House. They weren't able to wrestle back the Senate. They were able to wrestle back the House. Donald Trump was out campaigning like crazy. It could have been much worse than it was. This is historical, right? As far as the house flipping and people wanting balance in America, it's one of the beautiful things about our system. People generally and often want balance. So if the Republican president 
has a Republican House that'll flip. This is just historical norms. This happens. But people were campaigning with Trump like crazy. Nobody wants Joe Biden to campaign with him. Nobody. Are you seeing any calls for Joe Biden to come down to Georgia or Beto in Texas, Stacey Abrams in Georgia, uh, to go to California? Is anybody calling for Joe Biden to come out and help them in their elections? The answer is no. Stay away, old man, and keep your dandruff with you. We do not need it or your shedding or your biting or your creepiness on the campaign trail. We're already underwater by double digits in 33 states, according to the Morning Consult. The conservative enclaves such as West Virginia and Wyoming and battlegrounds that were pivotal in the 2020 victory, such as Arizona, Pennsylvania, and Georgia, so Joe Biden, is underwater in those swing states. In just 10 states and the District of Columbia, ha, 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 do more voters approve than disapprove of Biden's job performance. This would be how you get like a 40-state victory romp in 2024 if the GOP runs the right candidate and the right race. Although, got to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, there has never been a greater target-rich environment for conservatives and Republicans to run against. We are very excited for it. 2022 and 2024 will be a riot. Even in Biden's home state of Delaware, which he won by 20 percentage points in 2020, where voters had previously elected him seven terms as a senator. (laughs) He's underwater in his job performance. Half the state voters approve of Biden's job performance, down from 62% at a similar time last year, compared with 45% who disapprove. Yikes. Biden's net approval rating has dropped by more than 20 points over the past year, and all the state's are hosting hotly contested Senate races or competitive House races this fall, are also set to feature prominently in 2024, even in Colorado, which Biden won by 14 points. Woof, didn't know that one. More voters disapprove of him than approve. Man, dude, you are losing in Colorado, Georgia, Arizona, Pennsylvania, Virginia, Yikes, where all of your little workers, your little snipey Gensaki, she lives in Virginia, right? All snippy, snipey. She lives in Virginia, and Joe Biden is underwater. All of Joe Biden's staffers live in Virginia. Trust me, they don't live in D.C., they live in Virginia. Man, Joe Biden is getting clobbered, and we're very excited about that, ladies and gentlemen, on this show, because we know what's right and what's wrong. We know what's up and what's down. We know what's white and what's black. We know what is evil and what is not the way you want to live your life. You do not want to live inside of a censorship Stalinist regime. You do not want to live with the hive mind left, NPCs at your throat. You want to live free. You want to have the ability to have free thought and free speech and free conversation with your fellow American. And that is the only way that this country continues on in the future. It's the way that this country was designed. It's the way that you were designed by your creator to live a free and happy life where you do as you please and you try not to hurt anyone. And that's the world that we want to create. And we are not scared of the left's ideas because we know they're trash, dumpster fire, trash, garbage, and we wish to create a better world. We know that people will see these ideas and they'll watch it and they'll say, well, this is, this is garbage. This is trash. Jeff Goldblum, right? In Jurassic Park. Wow, this is an enormous pile of poop. So, ladies and gentlemen, we long for the days where the left is allowed to say and speak as freely as they want, 
and that we are allowed to do the same because we know that we will win. We will win because we have our priorities correct. Our priority is this, God, family, country, and ladies and gentlemen, we were born free men and women and we intend to stay that way. We certainly will on The Benny Show. My name is Benny Johnson. Thanks for watching.